Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We are in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 12, and we're going to uh, back up two or three verses where we were in the previous episode to set the uh, environment here. Also, you may hear a lot of dinging and things going on in the background. Boy, people are blowing me up about things today. <laughs> it's all good, all good things. So we're in Matthew, chapter 12, verse 22. It says this, Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to Jesus, and he healed him, so that the mute man spoke and saw. And we covered this in the previous episode, but I'm always amazed by these passages because they're just so matter-of-fact, right? Somebody had a problem. They're blind and mute. They're brought to Jesus. Jesus heals them. What really makes this uh, even more powerful and, dare I say, convicting, I think, to us is that Jesus tells us later on that we're to do the same thing that we are to do the same thing. Uh, we'll talk about that more later. What we've been talking about as we go along. He, he has not left us abandoned. Uh, literally, Father, Son, Spirit dwells in, within each and every true believer. And we are called to go out and to proclaim the gospel, to set the captives free, to heal those that are bound, that are sick, that are ill. Now, verse 23, <clears throat> all the crowds were amazed and were saying, this man cannot be the son of David, can he? And so they're sitting there going, is, is this the one that's really the Messiah? Is this the one that's the son of David? Is this the one that we're anticipating? There was tremendous uh, movement afoot among the uh, Jewish people that Messiah was about to come. John the Baptist had been proclaiming that there's one yet to come. There's one yet to come. Well, you can imagine what the religionists thought when they heard this. Verse 24. <laughs> we don't have to imagine. Watch this. But when the Pharisees heard this, heard what? that they were saying, hey, is this the son of David? When they heard this, they said, this man cast out demons only by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. So they are giving adoration to the ruler of the demons, Beelzebub. They are saying, no, this isn't of God. This is of Beelzebub. Now, that's going to be real important to understand some things that we're going to see later on in this, in this same passage right here, uh, probably tomorrow, but we'll see. So Jesus is doing a mighty thing. He's healing people. Okay? He's proclaiming the kingdom of God. The religionists, the Pharisees, have finally had enough of it, and they're giving credit not to God, but to Beelzebub. Verse 25, and knowing their thoughts... Jesus said to them, don't you love that? He knew their thoughts. Well, this is interesting. When the Pharisees heard this, they said, this man cast out demons only by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Who do they say that to? Well, when you're reading it, you think that they're saying it to the people there. And they very well could have been. But this just sort of crossed my mind when I was looking at this. Uh, could they have just been saying that to themselves and to one another? Now, why do I think that? Because what happens here in verse 25, and knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, knowing their thoughts. You know, the religious rulers, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Essenes, but particularly the Pharisees, were very, very careful about not confronting the crowd because they knew what the crowd thought about Jesus. And they didn't want to cause any type of uproar or ruckus or anything like that. And so it would go against what we've seen at this point in time for them to have shouted this out and proclaimed, this man is casting out 
demons only by Beelzebub, the ruler of demons. They may have. They may have. But the fact that it says, and knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them. I'm wondering if they weren't just thinking among themselves or perhaps discussing it among themselves as the Pharisees. In other words, just sort of mumbling under their breath to one another. So again, verse 25, and knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and any city or house divided against itself will not stand. So he's just declaring this principle of life, right? If a kingdom's divided, it's going to be laid to waste. If a city or a house is divided, it's not going to be able to stand. Folks, this is what we see happening in the world today, particularly in the Western world, particularly in the United States, but really worldwide that there's powers that be within the unseen realm, there's powers that be within the human realm, that this is their strategy. It's a long-term strategy. We're talking decades. We're talking hundreds of years. Dare I say we're talking thousands of years of keeping division among mankind, of dividing the house. And by dividing us and I'll say us just from the perspective of humanity by dividing us, they defeat us. And you'll see this, you'll see this in Facebook memes, <laughs> you'll see this in various things, but it's absolutely true that that division is a strategy of the evil one. That is that division is a strategy of the minions of evil. They seek to divide, they seek to divide. Uh, along, among what the world calls races. And if you read the scripture, you find that real quick. <laughs> My iPad just went off, thought I said something to it. Um, and when you read the scripture, you find out that there is no such thing as a race in the way that we use it today. Okay, But they try to divide us among uh, economic boundaries, things that we just take for granted now. We'll use the phraseology and don't even realize that we bought into the lie. People will say all the time, oh, well, it's just the middle class. Well, what is this whole thing about class? You know, a lower class, an upper class, a middle class. You know, we, we buy into this division and we think it's normative and we think it's natural. Now, Jesus, he tells us, he says, oh, no, you're always going to have the poor among you. You'll have poor, you'll have rich. Yeah, yeah. Everybody acknowledges that. I'm not talking about a Pollyanna thing, but I'm talking about that we so readily buy into the strategy of the vision that we do not even know we're doing it. And once you become aware of it, you're going to be dumbfounded at how many things that we do buy into this division. Even the body of Christ is divided like that. Okay, So Jesus is telling them, hey, a kingdom, wants, it's going to be laid waste if it's divided. A city or house divided will not stand against itself. And so, you know, they had to be thinking, what is he talking about? Verse 26, if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And boy, don't you know these religious rulers were sitting there going, oh, no, Jesus, he literally read their thoughts. Okay, And he's saying, if Satan cast out Satan, Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons, if he's casting out Satan, then he's divided himself. Then how is his kingdom going to stand. But then Jesus said this. Oh, by the way, verse 27, if I by Beelzebul cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? For this reason, they will be your judges. 
Well, what does it mean by your sons? Well, there were Jewish exorcists. Over at Acts chapter 19, let me read a verse from there. Verse 13 talks about them. It's a great story. But also, some of the Jewish exorcists who went from place to place attempted to name over those who had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, I adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. So there were Jewish exorcists. Apparently, these Jewish exorcists had been uh, somewhat, quote, successful, unquote, through the years, okay, through the ages. But now they saw the power that had happened with Jesus. Now, this is in the book of Acts, right? It's later on. It's after the resurrection and everything. And they were literally saying, we adjure you by the power of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. In other words, they were trying to grab a hold of this. Okay, because they saw the power of it. What Jesus had asked well before this, years before this, he says, Hey, if your sons cast out these demons, by what power are they doing it? Boy, was he drawing something into question for them. Uh, my time is up. We'll have to pick this up in the next episode, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.